Hey y'all, my name is LMC. If you guys are new to the channel, hit the subscribe button down below. Very much appreciate it. Um, hit the notification bell, turn that on all. Check out all the links down below. Okay, um, I'm thinking, I'm just trying to still figure out the right format or just the right schedule. So I'm thinking maybe like four times a week, I'm gonna be doing these full, the full episodes. It's not a full episode, this is just a single news piece. But, um, and then I think the other three days I'll be doing um, a variety of other stuff. But anyway though, let's jump right into the segment or this video. Um, so I saw this uh, today, uh, this came out a couple, or published 18 hours ago. <clears throat> now, um, Patrick Kennedy, now who is that? We, we've talked about him before. Okay. Patrick Kennedy is the former Rhode Island the lawmaker from, from Rhode Island. He was slated potentially to be, or he was really, he was really trying to um, petition himself to get nominated as the drug czar, right? Meaning um, the national policy control, the head of the office of national drug control policy, right? Position commonly known as the drugs are now <clears throat> very, very uh, anti-legalization. Um, and, you know, uh, so we're going to we're going to dive into this. We're going to dive into this video. I think there's some interesting stuff we can take away from this, but it's him talking about big, you know, big pot or whatever. Um, I just think it's interesting. And yeah, let's break it down. We'll see what we can kind of take away from this member of Congress. All right. Like so many people. Kennedy is a former member of Congress. Like so many people you know, he struggled for years with substance abuse. But unlike a lot of people you know, he beat it. His life around completely, and he's devoted the rest of his life to helping other people who struggle with drugs and alcohol. And if there's one thing this country needs, it's more people like that. It's not about politics, it's about saving people from their demons. So. Patrick Kennedy might be a perfect person to serve as drug czar in this administration. But Bloomberg News is reporting that corporate marijuana interest, big weed, is doing everything it can to keep him from getting that job. And we thought we'd ask him what this is about. Patrick Kennedy joins us tonight. Congressman, thanks so much for coming on. So is this true? Thanks for a, having me, Tuck. B, what is it that corporate interests don't want you to say about marijuana? Uh, well, as we know, uh, we love our addictions in America, and um, yeah, I think that it's a big profitable business. And of course, the real profit comes and when people do not um, drink responsibly. I, I don't think uh, alcohol makes its money off of uh, people who drink responsibly. They make their money off of people like me who drink more than yeah. they should. And uh, we know that um, they also. So he, I, I said, if you look at this article, it looks down in down below. Patrick Kennedy was a former addict of multiple different substances. Um, yeah. So at least, I guess, in a sense, he's coming from someone that suffered with it. But we'll, we'll yeah, let's keep going. Also, make money off of um, you know kids, and uh, they, we we've seen in the past both big tobacco and. And uh, big alcohol really uh, market to children. You see hard lemonades and, and hard liquor that's now advertised, of course, on cable television. And uh, we all remember Joe Camel, and, and we know the flavored um, tobacco. And now we have the Jewel, and we have all of the kind of um, vaping that's going on. And it's not surprising that Altria, which is the uh, 
owner of Marlboro and all those cigarette brands in AIDS and let's go back to this. I want to go over this. Let's go over this. Okay. Paul really uh, market to children. You see hard lemonades and, and hard liquor that's now advertised, of course, on cable television. And uh, we all Okay. So this is one of the main arguments that prohibitionists make um, that, you know, that uh, there's two, there's two main arguments prohibitionists make. The first argument being, we don't want our kids to start consuming. We don't want them to start abusing. Um, right. And the other one is the, the, the driving one, right. But we're going to talk about this one because he brought this up. Okay. The driving one has a little bit more, there's a little bit more of a argument there, but when it comes to children, I, I'm so sick of this argument and I've done this. So I've talked about this so many times on this channel. Where do you think, you know, like, you know, let's say whoever, you know, a lot of people, one of my main demographics, I think is like the 25 to 35 range. I roughly, but you know, people that are older, right? 20s, 30s, 40s, so on. Where did you get your flower? Hmm? Where did you get it? Cause I'm, you know, I'm assuming almost that a very, I'm assuming a majority, if not all of you have that are watching this video have consumed flour, right? Where did you get it? Ask yourselves, right? Well, you got it from a unregulated dealer. I'm not hating on dealers or anything, but, it, but, but when we're talking about keeping our children safe, regulation and, you know, having a actual age requirement, right? Does, does the dealer, does he check for uh, uh, age verification? Does he check for ID? No, he doesn't or she doesn't. Right? They don't they don't check for ID. So the accessibility in states where it's not legal, it's not commercialized, it's there. It's it's definitely there, right? Idaho, one of the most, you know, um opposing in terms of the lawmakers, the, pol the policymakers there to legal flower. Well, trust me, there's there's tons of accessibility to this plant, right? And, you know, I, I really think that this is a pretty bad faith argument that these people make because, you know, I think in like a, on a surface level, that argument, they're like, oh, you know, this, this, you know, people don't really think about it. They'll probably agree. But if you really like, tell, like think about this, right? You want to keep children safe, right? But you're against legalization even decriminalization, right? Well, legalization, aka commercialization, right? That will make sure that the barriers to accessibility for underage folks is much harder, right? Back in the day, you know, back in the day, let's say you're in high school, right? Did you have a hard, harder time getting, it depends where you are, it could be different. Depends, also, also depends what time period, but for the most part, do you have a harder time getting Alcohol or flour, right? Remember my high school, we'd walk, we'd walk one block over, right, and get, get our flour. But alcohol, no, 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 we had to go get someone with a fake ID or we had to go get someone, you know, older, 21, right? There's a much more of a barrier there. And for them to make this argument, in my opinion, is very bad faith. And, it, and, it, and it, it also, in a lot of ways, I think that if I'm sure Patrick Kennedy himself has thought about this situation being like, probably would lessen the barrier, but I'm still against it. So I'm going to, you know, 
go this way, or maybe not, who knows. Now, the, now to, to go to his point about the marketing of it, the marketing of it, you know, I, I can agree. There's times where, and I'm not just, I'm not even flower, flowers, not even the situation, but like, you know, alcohol, uh, nicotine, right. All that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there, there were time periods and where it was worse, bad, you know, but to say they're targeting youth, I, 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 I think that there's compromise you can make, right. For example, right. They got rid of all the jewel, the jewel pods, right. These, these things, right. Not good for you, but they got, anyway, they got rid of though, all of the flavoring. Now that's a compromise, right? They said that that specifically targeted, you know, I, personally though, I, I really think that this is a uh, yeah, bad faith argument. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Remember Joe Camel and, and we know the flavored um, tobacco and now we have the jewel and we have all of the contested in jewel recently, which is, of course, the largest vaping company. At the same time, they invested heavily in uh, into the cannabis industry. And of course, they're making a strategic bet that we are going to legalize and commercialize marijuana in this country. And uh, interesting, we see lots of pictures of people smoking it, but that's not how most people ingest marijuana today. They, they eat it through something called edibles, where it's uh, uh, THC infused uh, foods, and they drink it through something called elixirs. Those are your fanta. I don't think he's right on that. I don't think he's right on that. I, I need a fact check here. I'm, I'm not going to go off this video and go check that out right now, but I don't think that's true. I don't think majority of people consume through edible format or drinkable format. I just don't think that's true. Anyways, I will, I will check this after this video. Let me know down in the comments. Is that true? Check it out for me. Grape aid, but but infused with THC. Um, Tucker, I've got five kids, and I know that they're all going to be very primed to uh, suffer from addiction. It, it, part of addiction runs in your genes. and uh, But the other part is when it happens because young people's brains aren't fully formed. And, right. of course, kids today are panicked. They're anxious. They're depressed. Of course, why wouldn't they be, given the unsettled economy and, and the COVID and impact of it? So it's natural for people to want to self-medicate. In fact, in America now, we're seeing a much higher consumption of alcohol, much higher prescription of benzodiazepines and antidepressants. And the thought is, is that um, we almost have a perfect storm for people wanting to consume marijuana. I mean, let's be honest, it's a very anxious time. But as a nation, we ought to be thinking about the long-term impact of this. And, uh, you know, your previous speaker was talking about McKinsey kind of pumping up Purdue Pharma. We all remember that Purdue Pharma was marketing so much more Oxycontin than was really necessary for people with uh, cancer. And and the reason they did that is because the the, the profits were real. The, the okay, let's 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 stop right there, my friend. Okay, let's break this down. Okay, you're okay right now at this certain point when he's talking, you're trying to compare hardcore pharmaceuticals to a natural plant. Right off the bat, natural plant grows in nature, man-made, very very addictive, engineered to specifically target, you know, different neuroreceptors in your head to alleviate pain. But, you know, nature created the other thing, right? The plant, right? Um, don't, don't compare those two at all, right? What And and and, and what is kind of gross to me too is, is like to say we have a terrible epidemic going on right now when it comes to opioids. And you think that 
what's really worked so far? Not a lot, not a ton. It's, it's going to, the, the solution, I don't know it. No one, I don't think a ton of people know every, every, you know, the entire solution. But I think one piece of that coalition of different solutions is legalization of flour, right? Much healthier for you, right? Alcohol, right? Destroys your liver, destroys your insides. It's not good for you. While over time, flour can definitely uh, alter, you know, not alter, but potentially, you know, uh, can hurt necessarily some of the, you know, psychological stuff, you know, over time, over a long period of time. And even then, you know, who knows? It's just very, it's just it, out of all of these things he's talking about, whether you're talking about nicotine, whether you're talking about alcohol, whether you're talking about pharmaceuticals, they all are much worse for you than flour, than this plant, than cannabis, right? And, and we need to get a large amount of different research out there to just really just disprove this completely. And, and there's a lot of things in, in the way of that, but you know, I, in my opinion, right. The, the big corporate corp, you know, big weed or whatever, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily have the biggest love for them either. Right. But this is the nature of the beast. This is what capitalism is. Right. Uh, now there needs to be regulations in, in place, but these arguments are just stupid, man. The greed was is paid off for for um, Purdue and, until the settlements came. And uh, many people scratched their heads and said, how could we have ever let Purdue Pharma and the other big pharma manufacturers just flood the marketplace? And uh, all I would say to them is, well, if you think that's awful, why are you about to let it happen all again? I mean, um, you know, some people might say marijuana isn't as addictive as Oxycontin or isn't as addictive as alcohol, but it's all about degrees. The fact of the It's just all of that degrees. Shut your bitch ass up, bro. The fuck are you talking about? Matter is, we know if a young adolescent who's uh, suffering <coughs> from uh, stress and anxiety uses marijuana, it's going to make them feel better. And if they're anything like me, and if there's just a uh, percentage of them that are prone to be uh, addicted, uh, have the disease of addiction, yeah. then we're going to see that many more people ultimately suffer the disease of addiction in their lives. And I know it is a plague. I know addiction is a plague. It's, I've seen it up close in my family. I've, I've suffered in my own life. I've seen it with my friends. And I don't think our country is really up for this uh, trade-off in order to have a commercialized product that's so addictive and being able to pay the price for that down the road with all the people that are going to suffer. Okay, these, okay, th you know, this really infuriates me. You know, this stuff is really, it is so gross to me. And, and, and this is like a one kind of microcosm of how this connects into the war on drugs, right? What is his solution to addiction? Ban it all. Make it all, make it all illegal. Make it, you know, we got to make sure that like, just like we've done for the last, you know, however many years, decades, make sure, you know, this, you know, this plan is illegal or, or and, and all these other drugs, right? And, and then what happens? Oh, we see these massive, massive black market, uh, excuse me, illegal market industries pop up, right? The fact that there's cartels down in Mexico that are literally more powerful than the actual Mexican government. The fact that that government 
is getting like the president of Mexico gets bribed by the cartels. Nuts. Now, why is that? Well, institutions have been broken down because just like what the corporations are doing to America right now, but through different means, not through intimidation, bribery and stuff, and a little bit of bribery, actually a ton of bribery. I mean, that's what campaign contributions are. But you're saying, he's saying, okay, let's just get, let's make it all, let's ban it all. Let's ban it all. We don't want it, right? So, but that's inherently going to pop up illegal markets, okay? So basically what I'm trying to say is human beings will inherently always consume this, okay? Now, what is your actual solution to dealing with addiction? Patrick, I'd love, I'd love to talk to this guy. I'd love to debate this guy. Well, my opinion, you need to heavily educate people, right? I mean, there, there's a coalition of things you need to do. Heavily educate people on, you know, the dangers of, um, you know, overconsumption, right? While flour is much, cannabis is way healthier than a lot of those other things we talked about. You can still get addicted to it in a sense, right? For sure. And it can definitely be detrimental to your life. For sure. That would be irresponsible of us to not say that. Right? The stuff that the, they did back in the day with the, the tobacco uh, industry, right? That was sick. That's disgusting. But they had doctors prescribing it. Oh, wait, what happened with Big Pharma and, and, and uh, Purdue? Oh, where they were just, where they're prescribing it? Right? We need education. We need education. Okay. And we need to make sure people know. Because and, and coming from and, the, and coming from the the, the, the pro cannabis side, right? We need to be res, uh, responsible, right? You, you know, overconsumption in anything is bad, right? It doesn't matter what it is. Overconsumption of anything is bad. So education, one, two. Economic, you know, uh, uh, mobility, right? Economic mobility. You know, that's one of the kind of key things with any sort of, you know. Uh, drug riddled society or addiction riddled society they're dealing with you know uh, psychological trauma whether it's from all these different things but you know it's been proven in multiple different studies that people that are in economic hardships right they they, they literally are psychologically uh deteriorating slowly right um and so that's one thing right i mean that's you know that's a it's a kind of bigger thing but that's one part of it right and then also controlling the output of it having control of the output because when you make it illegal like i said earlier in this video you will allow for your kids patrick i'm sure your kids probably bought from a dealer i don't know how old your kids are i don't you know i don't know how old these kids are whatever but at one point they probably will you know guarantee or one of their friends will what you know do you want to make sure that that that, that product is tested not have any you know shit in it not have any bad pesticides because the illegal market definitely will have that. You know, some, some in the illegal market grow perfectly fine, organic or whatever. But you don't know that. That's the point. Right? This is an, in my opinion, I don't know what Patrick Kenny's like background is, but this fucking joker, like, he's an operator for, like, somebody like the DEA, in my opinion. He's doing the work of the DEA. Right? You want to keep the war on drugs going, pretty much. That's right. That's, like, pretty much what you're saying, right? Um, and, 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 yeah, like, you know, big marijuana, lo marijuana lobby, right? That, it's big money. It's what they're going to do what they're going to do. You know, they do this in every industry. Right. But the bad, just in my opinion, these are bad faith arguments. Like I, I really can't understand. Like I would just love to sit down and really like challenge him on some of these ideas he has. And be like, dude, like, like 
really logically thinking long term. You're talking. He's talking about long term. We're gonna you look back and like we're gonna you know a huge problem because we commercialized cannabis. Are you really serious about that, dude? Like, yeah. Let's keep going. We're gonna finish this up. For from this disease, I just don't think people care. I, I'm I'm really concerned that we're not as sensitive about right. the disease of addiction. No. No, we're sensitive about the disease of addiction, but you're trying to now completely label cannabis as as something that's going to be just like the opioid crisis. No, it's fucking not. It's going to be fucking helpful. It's going to fucking help stop the opioid crisis. Pen, you know, fucking epidemic, bro. People are gross, dude. You know, and maybe he just really does think in his head, but it's like, dude, you, you really need to like, you know, challenge your ideas, have, have talk to other people that differ with you. Right? I think that's where a lot of growth can happen for either or either, either, either person, but just, yeah, pretty, pretty, um, pretty gross stuff here, dude. And, 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 you know, like I said, I don't need to hate on Patrick Kennedy here in, in that sense, but it's like, you either just not educated at all on this, right. Or, you're being paid by people, right? You know, it, 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 it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you really look at the facts logically, the arguments that he's making are very, just so false and we'll continue to debunk them here. But anyways, let's finish it up. We'll wrap it up. I know this is a long video. appreciate you if you made it to the end of the video, by the way, let's keep Nobody going. is saying what you're saying. The social pressure not to say what you're saying is intense. We have no debate about this in public right now. And that's why I'm so grateful that you came on tonight and I hope your voice remains in public, challenging people to answer the questions you just raised because no one is being forced to. We've had these questions get challenged for years. What are you talking about? It's just now after decades of challenging this and you know, us understanding more and more of the science behind it, the uses of it, the long-term effects on an individual, where we, majority of the public is just like, you guys have been lying to us. You guys, we've had these conversations for decades, bro. And now they're trying to reframe this. They're trying to take what's always old, reframe it as what's new. Like here, so this is the new thing. They're trying to restart it, right? And I just don't think it's not gonna be possible. I mean, People like Patrick Kennedy when it's, and I'm not talking about any other substance. I'm talking about just cannabis, right? I'm just talking about flower here. Okay. I'm not talking about anything else. Okay. There's arguments to be made for other things, but if you look at the data, yes, there could be negative impacts long-term. There could, there's a very, 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 very small, very small percent. I think less than 1% of individuals that consume flower, you know, consume cannabis trigger a uh, psychological, you know, uh, deteriorate, like, you know, it could trigger schizophrenia, but the same thing could happen with that individual who was predisposed to have that trigger around, you know, the 18 to 28 year old range with, you know, they take a Molly or they do any other substance. Right. So it's, yeah, this, we've had this, we don't worry, Tucker, we've had this conversation many times. Okay. We've had this for years, decades, generations. Patrick Kennedy, thank you for coming on tonight. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, really appreciate y'all. Please drop a comment. Let me know what you guys think. I know it's kind of a long video. Like I said, really appreciate you made it to the end. Drop a comment. Hit the like button. Share this. If you guys could go check out my other videos. Um, go check out all the links down below. Go follow me on socials. Links are down below. Anyways, guys, my name is LMC. Really, really appreciate you. And Patrick Kennedy.
Get educated, bro, bro. Get educated. All right. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Peace. And I ain't joking. How I go roll, I know. You ain't got money and I got all of this shit piling up. I know that they be counting, rolling it back, smoking this shit, breaking it down, rolling the spliff, sending it out. I know.